WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. Absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcast at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows past and present like SEO 101, Affiliate Buds, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Download it from the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store today. Taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC friends, welcome to another episode of PPC Rockstars. Uh, today I have a very, very special guest. This is uh, uh, somebody that I haven't spoken to in a long time, someone you'll, you'll know uh, from his reputation, from his writing and speaking. It is uh, none other than David Radnitsky, the CEO and founder of 3Q Digital. Welcome, David. Thanks, David. It's always good to talk to you. You too. And um, let's see, I haven't talked spoken with you since uh, 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 probably a a party with a drink in our hands uh, a couple of years ago when you were still PPC Associates. And um, tell us uh, about the uh, changes that you've gone through uh, recently, uh, name change, uh, acquisitions, offices opening, and so on. Yeah, it's it's been a while since we talked. I think we were talking about a Yes concert from the 70s, if I remember correctly. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um <laughs> So, yeah, so since that uh, prog rock conversation, um, we did uh, start off by changing our name from PPC Associates to 3Q Digital. We did that a little over a year ago, and um, the rationale for that was was partly that we were already doing a lot of things other than PPC for clients, so we had built up a pretty good uh, paid social team, and, and we think paid social is just kind of taken off like a rocket, and we had an SEO team, and we had a display team, so... You know, at some point, if uh, if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's a duck, and, and it was time to, to change the name. So we came up with 3Q Digital, which really was designed to be sort of amorphous and would allow us to continue to evolve as the market evolves. Um, and that's that's how the name change came about. And then about a month ago, we acquired iSearch Media, which is an awesome agency based in San Francisco. Uh, they have a fantastic search engine optimization team. They also do some really great stuff with analytics and data mining and data warehousing. And these are areas that we didn't have super strength in. Um, at the same time, our paid social team and our programmatic display team was something that they didn't do for their clients. So we think it's a um, peanut butter and chocolate creates Reese's peanut butter cups moment <laughs> for the two agencies. And, uh, and so far, it's been fantastic. You're also, I understand, uh, opening new offices and recruiting for those uh, offices. You just opened one in New Hampshire. Now, how, how did that happen? Oh, no, Vermont. Vermont. Sorry. People people in Vermont are, are, are offended now. You, you can't step step in the state anymore, David. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry about that. We, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we have our, our marketing manager, um, Hillary Reed, is based in Vermont. Oh, okay. And um, yep. we had a, a couple folks um, – from the acquisition who are also based in Vermont. And um, 
and it just felt like why not um, open a little, an office for them, see if they can grow it. Um, I don't think it's going to become um, the uh, mega office for the business. Uh, right now, our, our largest office is in San Francisco, and our second largest is in Chicago. Um, but uh, we do have a fair number of East Coast clients, so it's always good to to have some folks on East Coast uh, time zone. Sure. Well, congratulations on all those moves. It's been really fun for me to watch your your company grow, and you you deserve a lot of credit for uh, building such a a fine enterprise. Thank you. You're welcome. It's been fun. I'm sure. So um, let's get into the topic that we uh, talked about discussing. Um, It uh, it stems from a, a really good article that you wrote for which publication a couple of weeks ago? Uh, I think it was Search Engine Land, if I'm not mistaken. Search Engine Land. And uh, the topic is first-party data and using first-party data in uh, advertising efforts. So uh, why don't you kick that off, and and then we'll uh, toss it around. Sure. So first thing is that first-party data, in in my definition, is data that you own as an advertiser. So that could be an email address. That could be um, a customer record. It could be a phone number, a postal address. Um, someone who simply visits your website and you cookie and you have that cookie information effectively is first party data because you know that they did something on your website. So what I'm seeing as a trend is more and more publishers and ad platforms are allowing you to use your third party data to refine your marketing. So the, the probably the most well-known example of this is on Facebook, which is Facebook custom audiences, which allows you to upload your, a list of emails from your customers to Facebook, Facebook effectively mail merges those emails against their list of email addresses, and then they spit back the matches, and you're allowed to now market to those people um, on Facebook. What's what's even more interesting potentially is not only can you market to those people, you can also market to people who look like them. So Facebook allows you to use lookalike audiences to find people similar to your best customers. So pretty powerful if you think about it, because you're marketing people that you already know bought something from you or who are exactly like people who have bought something from you. And, and you know, there's, there's not much better data than that um, from a marketing perspective. Uh, and then on top of that, so Facebook, Facebook has that functionality. Twitter has done the same thing. They call it tailored audiences. So they are um, borrowing some of Facebook's nomenclature. Um, same concept. Um, Google is starting to get into this game a little bit. Google has... Um, um, you know, advanced AdWords um, marketers will know about RLSA, retargeting lists for search ads, which effectively allow you to use information about how someone has visited your site to change the way that you market to them on, on AdWords. So a great example of that would be, let's say you're Netflix and you um, get someone to subscribe and they they click the subscribe button. There's, there's only one product on Netflix. You have nothing else to sell them. So why would you want to continue to advertise to them when they type in something like movie rentals or even worse, if they type in your trademark like Netflix? So with RLSA, you can actually exclude that person from your advertising and basically save yourself a lot of money from what, what is often navigational searches. Right. Um, another example would be someone like um, a big retailer, let's say Zappos, um, sees that you've made it to the checkout page um, for a particular brand of shoes um, but you didn't convert. Well, you can run an ad um, to that specific person or to a group of people who have 
visited a certain page and, and performed an action or not performed an action, you change your ad text and change your bid on Google to, to offer them something more customized. So you might say something like, come back and save 10% today or, or you know, we still have three, three um, size 12 Nike uh, Air Jordans in stock. You know, get them now. Um, nice. So those, those are a couple examples. There's actually several other examples of first-party data marketing opportunities, but um, I, I don't want to ramble too much on this topic. Ramble on, as, <laughs> as they say, as, the, as Led Zeppelin says. As, as Robert Plant would say. Exactly. Uh, uh, By the way, wait, I have to interrupt you to, to uh, uh, go, go off on a tangent, and that is, uh, have you heard that Yes has a new album and that they're touring this summer? I have not heard that. I, I have not seen Yes perform in about 10 years. So um, um, I think I've seen them three times, though, for the record. Well, it's uh, they're without John Anderson, of course, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to catch it if I can. Well, if Trevor Raven's involved, then it might still be okay. There you go. Hey, um, let's see. I wanted to dip down into the, the Google AdWords uh, example. Um, what well, other examples... Uh, Besides uh, excluding audiences, uh, what, what's what's a good way to remarket to audiences uh, with RLSA? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple examples. I mean, I, I look at it as um, exclusion is one example. Um, I think um, upsell is another great example. So um, one of the concepts that I um, um, am always interested in from a database marketing perspective is this concept of recency, frequency, monetary, also known as RFM. So if you think about your, your audience of customers, the people who bought from you most recently, who, who buy from you the most, most frequently, and pay the most per order are your best customers. So if you, if you can figure out, based on your cookie data, that a certain person is more likely to purchase than someone else or is going to buy a bigger ticket amount, you can use that on Google to either change the um, product you're showing them. So someone who typically buys expensive products, you might want to put an ad in front of them for... Um, the most expensive item in your inventory. Um, you may also want to um, change the messaging um, to mention something about a frequent customer reward program or loyalty, something that acknowledges that they have, uh, that you know that they are uh, a loyal visitor of yours. So that's kind of the upsell example. And um, I think a second example would be the um, sort of classic retargeting example, which is the card abandonment. And, and there's kind of two ways that I think about this. One way is simply just mentioning the um, the item or something that you know something about that they're close to making a purchase in the ad text. So people who abandon on the checkout page, again, you could have an ad that says, come back now and save 10%. Um, that's one example. The other example, which is perhaps even more interesting, is being able to bid on keywords that you normally wouldn't bid on. So let's say that um, someone types in... Um, size 12 Air Jordan shoes on Zappos, they don't convert. They then go back and they type in a word like basketball. And normally Zappos would never buy the word basketball. But because they know that this person is in the market for basketball shoes, perhaps they decide to purchase the word basketball just for that set of users who have searched for basketball shoes. So it enables you to, to bid on keywords that you normally would never bid on um, but because you have this first-party data that other people don't, you're able to expand your keyword universe. Great examples, David. Thanks. Hey, listen, uh, we need to break for uh, just a couple of minutes. 
so that our listeners can hear some great messages from our sponsors. Listeners, we'll be right back. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Best search strategies. Where our hosts, Jamie Smith and Brian Lewis, discuss state-of-the-art search strategies and tools to help search marketers increase conversion and lower costs. Best search strategies. On demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with David Rodnitsky of 3Q Digital. David, uh, thanks for those uh, examples of RLSA remarketing lists for search ads uh, that I think a lot of Google advertisers have not yet tried, um, and uh, they really should. You've given them some great uh, inspiration for that. Hey, before we um, go off into uh, non-Google AdWords land again, um, help our listeners understand the difference between custom audiences and uh, advertising on the Facebook exchange. Yeah, so um, custom audiences are based on first-party data that you send to Facebook, and that could be um, an email address, um, a user ID. Uh, I believe Facebook can also accept a phone number. Um, they can accept um, an app ID, stuff that you own yourself. Um, and um, so you have to have some some data, and you have to have it in some organized fashion that you can send to Facebook. FBX is straightforward retargeting on Facebook. So someone has visited your website, has not 
converted or has not done what you want them to do, and you're simply sending them an ad on putting them, put, putting an ad up on Facebook. Um, with FBX, you can get pretty um, customized if you're able to segment your um, user behavior on your site. So you can have different FBX campaigns for someone who might have um, gone to your checkout page and abandoned, and someone who looked for directions, and someone who um, you know signed up for an email address, whatever. You can you can customize it and start to make it fairly tailored, but that pales in comparison to the level of granularity that you can um, apply with custom audiences. Because with custom audiences, if you have an email address that you're matching and you know all this person's purchase and, and purchase behavior on your site, which includes online purchase information, which you could get from a cookie, but also offline data, which is from your database, you can really start to, to customize your ads to that individual or, or set of ind- individuals. Nice, very nice, extremely valuable. So um, let's segue into uh, the platforms outside of the the uh, PPC platforms uh, and the social PPC platforms. What are some of the other platforms that uh, can be used with uh, first party data? So there are two that um, come to mind immediately. One is LiveRamp, which is um, a um, first party data application in the display space. And, and I should also mention that there's a company called Retargeter that is now often offering this as well. And um, the concept with LiveRamp is basically the same. You can upload a, a list of email addresses. I believe you can actually upload postal addresses with them as well. And they will match those against their own database of user information and then allow you to run targeted display ads to your first-party data on display. Um, which is pretty interesting given the, the sheer size of display and um, in terms of the number of impressions um, out there. Um, it's a, it can be a great way to um, to increase your coverage and your, your investment in online marketing in a profitable fashion. Um, the other one that I, I've just recently heard about, which I think is pretty fascinating, is called email retargeting. And there's a company called Tedemus that was just acquired by Critio that is, is I think, leading the charge here. And and this is pretty pretty clever, and I'll try to explain it as best I can, but let's say that you um, run an ad, or let's say someone comes to your site and you cookie them, and this person is about to buy something, maybe they don't buy it, and you're thinking, how can I close this deal? Well, you can take that cookie, send it over to Tedemus. Tedemus is going to match it against cookies from email publishers. So let's say that um, um, the, the New York Times is a partner of... Um, Tedemus, and they have um, a cookie that matches your cookie. So they know this user has is, has, is also a subscriber to the New York Times email newsletter. The New York Times will then send out an email newsletter that says, hey, um, you know, we'd like to invite you to buy the following products from Zappos. And um, so the email is coming from the New York Times, but it started with the cookie on your site. So I hope that makes sense, but it's, it's pretty fascinating if you can get that to work. That's amazing. Now, um, spell the name of that company for me, please. It's a, it's a French company called Tedemis, T-E-D-E-M-I-S, and it's now owned by Critio. Um, there's another company, I believe, there's a company called Live Intense, and I think another one called Trigger Mail, and I'm not entirely sure if they're doing the exact same thing, but my sense is they're sort of in this, playing in the same space. So, gotcha. um, pretty interesting. And the first one was Live Ramp. Is that right? Live ramp. L-I-V-E-R-A-M-P. 
Yep, Live Ramp. And then there's, I believe, Live Intense. And then Tetemus, um, Trigger Mail. And then, of course, there's Facebook and Twitter and um, and what Google's doing with RLSA. Um, someone told me today that Yahoo is doing something with first-party data as well, but I, I have not yet seen that product. It wouldn't surprise I me. I haven't seen that either. Okay, then it's true. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should maybe I should interview you about this, David, if you've seen it. No, actually, I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen it? I thought you said you had seen it. Okay. I have not. No, I have not. But it wouldn't surprise me either. They're getting uh, pretty aggressive with with uh, ad products, as they should. Yeah, but, and and I really think that this uh, this first party data is really um, um, just. I mean, there's so much discussion on um, on on just using big data and and um, you know marketing to customers rather than marketing to um, um, to channels. That this makes a ton of sense. So. Whether sure. um, whether they want to or not, if Yahoo isn't already doing it, I think they're going to have to because this is the kind of thing that advertisers are going to want in the future. Right, right. Any other platforms? Um, does does AdRoll do anything with uh, first party data, or is that strictly a? So uh, I haven't seen. I haven't seen that they've offered it yet, but but given, given that Retargeter is offering it and, and Retargeter and AdRoll play in the same space, I would assume that if AdRoll doesn't do it, they're going to be doing it soon. Um, uh-huh. so, you know, I think what you're seeing here is it's becoming ubiquitous. I mean, we've already got social display search, um, and email covered by first party retargeting and first party data tools. So, um, AdRoll is a fantastic company and they play it in the middle of uh, display and, um, and social. So I would, if they're not already offering it, I would imagine they will be very soon. Nice. Do you, have you heard of a of a technique for targeting individuals on Facebook such that you can include their name in the ad? I haven't heard that. I, my understanding is that, um, well, there's there's two reasons why I would I would be surprised if that was possible. One is that generally with custom audiences and and Facebook's um, targeting, um, you need a minimum number of uh, matches to right. to create a segment. Um, I suppose you could create a segment of 10,000 Davids and maybe, right, right. maybe that would work. Um, right. The other is I, – well, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, no. I'm just punctuating your what, what you're saying. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean the other thing is that uh, you know a few years ago in the early days of Facebook, people were doing these laser-targeted ads. They would say something like, are you a 42-year-old man living in San Mateo who is bald? You know, and, and right. I mean, right. they were basically taking – creating these like – the smallest granular groups possible, and um, Facebook cut down on that. They, they 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 said you're not allowed to create these ultra targeted ads, and I think it was because it was sort of bordering on deceptive to um, right. to make it seem like you were specifically targeting um, someone. So right. um, I don't know. Have you have you heard of this possibility? Um, I have, and I've heard of it recently, and I can't remember where. Uh, which which leads me to. Uh, uh, believe that I need to get Dennis Yu on the program. <laughs> <laughs> he, would, he would know. He would definitely know. He would he'd definitely know. Okay. Hey, listen, David, we've got to pause again. I hope it's okay with you if we uh, save the best for last and uh, let the listeners listen to some very important messages from our dear, dear sponsors. Listeners, please come back. 
Hey, David, when we get back, I'm going to ask you for uh, your favorite, uh, your favorite uh, new development in PPC advertising that has nothing to do with first-party data. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, I'll have to think about that, uh, but I, I can come up with something. Okay. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention, like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand, just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report. Your home for the latest on Internet law and policy. From Capitol Hill to the White House, the Courthouse to the State House, the FTC to the State Attorney General, the Cyber Law and Business Report, on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with David Rodnitsky from 3Q Digital. And uh, while uh, while we're on the break, I challenged David to come up with a uh, a new development or a tip that uh, he hasn't mentioned. That's not really in the in the category of uh, first party data, but uh, he he wants to share very much with your listeners. So, David, what's it going to be? Well, I've got two actually. Um, Great. Which I'm proud of myself for thinking about in, in the 30 seconds that you gave me to <laughs> question. Um, the first one is. Um, is native advertising, which um, uh, I'm not sure how many people um, outside of the Silicon Valley um, uh, echo chamber are familiar with, but the concept basically is that you can buy pay-per-click um, sort of advertorial um, content on publishers and news channels and whatnot. And um, 
it's a it's a form of content advertising that's it's not super targeted right now, but it's very cheap. And because it kind of looks like editorial content and not advertising, it actually um, performs fantastically for the right kind of um, mass appeal um, advertiser. So um, the leaders in that space would be Outbrain, um, Taboola, Yahoo Stream Ads. Um, frankly, you could argue that like YouTube promoted videos are a form of native advertising. So yeah, like that's one that I like. The other one, which is not even live yet, but I'll just uh, whet everyone's appetite because I think it's publicly public record now, is that Facebook should be coming out with a display network or a content network to rival the Google Display Network. Wow. So that to me is fascinating because if you think about all the information Facebook has about behavior and psychographics and demographics, you could you could certainly make an argument that in some cases Facebook can serve more effective display ads than Google could. Um, so, yeah, so when that comes out, I think that's going to be a, um, a game changer for, for advertisers. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, and any idea what the reach would be? I don't know. I mean, um, you know, I've, my, my sense would be that, you know, publishers uh, by nature um, care about one thing, which is eCPMs, earnings per thousand impressions. And um, uh, my guess is if Facebook can out-monetize Google Display Network, um, the reach is infinite. Um, if you look at Google's earnings um, from advertising, I believe that typically about 30% of their revenue comes from the Google Display Network. So, um, you know, their revenue is something like, uh, I don't even know what it is now, $40 billion a year, $50, 50 billion a year from advertising. Right. So there's some good money to be had in that space. And, and Facebook has the data to... Um, to show some really relevant ads. Um, right. And this would be the first, truly the first and perhaps the only company that could challenge Google in, in this space. That's going to be hot. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be three shows right there. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It'll be a whole new uh, channel on, uh, on Webmaster Radio. Exactly. Hey, David, we, we have come to the end of the show. Um, before we let you go, I wanted to uh, I wanted to ask you if you will share with the readers how they could get in touch with you and where they can see you next. Sure. So um, you can reach me at uh, David at Three Q Digital on Twitter. I'm at Rodnitsky, so R O D N I T Z K Y. Um, I'll be performing at the Sands in Las Vegas. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I will be uh, I will be at HeroCon in in Austin in. Um, end of April, and then I'll be at Search Insider Summit um, in um, Key Largo, also at the end of April. Um, so if you're going to be at either of those events, um, I would love to, uh, to be in person. Great. And um, how about, are you going to be doing uh, SMX Advanced? I am not currently slated for SMX Advanced. I, I'm trying to choose my conferences um, wisely to not anger my wife who has to take care of two young kids when I leave San Francisco. So uh, okay. um, I might, I might be, gotcha. are you going to be there? Um, I'm, I'm, I think there, so. I'm, I'm, I don't know quite yet, but I, I hope so. Well, maybe I'll change my plans then to come up there. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. We'll, we'll have more than one drink and maybe talk about uh, Peter Gabriel this time. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the lamb lies down on Broadway. Exactly. By the way, I need to tell you the story of the, of the time I met Peter Gabriel, but that's another story. I, I know you have a lot of these stories, David, so I would love to hear I do, them. I do. 
Hey, listen, David, thanks again for joining us. I really appreciate it, and uh, thank you for sharing the, uh, the the tips with us, and especially those last two that I challenge you for. Absolutely. We'll you thank you for inviting me. I'll do it anytime. I appreciate it. And thank you, listeners. Uh, another episode of PPC Rockstars is in your future just a week from now, so come back again and join us on PPC Rockstars. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.